Atamaria, very good morning to you and welcome from me to 2022. Far too late to say Happy New Year, but hey, a whole new year full of hopes, dreams and possibilities. Or is it? Is it the same old year dressed up again as last year? Honestly, just as well there was a glorious summer in between Code Reds. I was prepping over the weekend after my final hurrah. We did an incredible e-bike tour of the far north and around the Hokianga district with a group of mates and it was just fabulous. Um, And then of course you start to think about work and then you start to actively look out new sites and it was like, oh no, here we go again. This is inevitable. And it was. So New Zealand into Code Red under the traffic light system, shouldn't affect people with their vaccine passes too much. What it will affect, of course, is the events industry. Any event involving people over 100 is on very, very thin ice, and already there have been cancellations right around the country. So huge impact for those in the events industry who have been suffering for the last two years. Probably also a bit of caution from those uh, who were going to travel perhaps in February after the school holidays. I don't know, we can still travel around the country. Are you rethinking your plans? I do hope you managed to get some rest and recreation with the people you love while you could. If you worked through, thank you so, so much. And I hope you will have the opportunity to get a break soon. It probably won't be until this Omicron wave has been and gone, though. The regions need people to travel. Uh, When I was going around the far north... People were incredibly welcoming of visitors. So many talented, bright young people involved in the tourism and you know, putting on the shows at these different, like at Waitangi, um, at the um, footsteps of Kupe in Opononi, beautiful young people who are talented and gifted and want to be able to share their knowledge and their passion with visitors. And they were incredibly welcoming. Hopefully, Hopefully, and I'm, I'm taking an optimistic view on this, this is the beginning of the end of the pandemic and, and the way the pandemic has been able to choke us. The way that we have had to respond to the pandemic. I'm hoping this is the beginning of the end. So there are other topics around. Of course there are, and we'll move on to those. Home buyers buying off the plans who are losing their homes because of rising costs in the building sector. We've got... Jet ski dolphin watching, which seems all kind of wrong, but I'd be interested to hear your feedback on that. And an all-in-one golf club, love to talk to the golfers, perhaps around about half past 11 about that. But with Omicron dominating news, that is where we'll have to start. I was really interested to hear what the health department deems to be essential for an Omicron at-home care kit. That is all the vast majority of us will need, if at all. You know, the real problem is going to be contacts isolating that's going to be the problem people who aren't able to go to work even though they're perfectly fine because of the risk of of spreading this particular virus it won't be people carking it in the street that is going to be the problem it's going to be people having to stay away which means fewer staff at hospitals fewer staff at supermarkets fewer staff being able to freight goods around the country, so that will be the the issue. But it was just interesting to have a listen to what they deem to be essential. Most of us will have it on hand, the nasal sprays, the lozenges, the paracetamol, the ibuprofen, the cough mixtures, the masks, 
for heaven's sake, the tissues, hand sanitizers, all the usual symptom relievers you would have in your medicine cabinet for the times you've had colds and flus in the past. But our family went through and topped up the medicine cabinet, and as I say, most of it we had already. But by the time you add in the optional extras like the energy drinks, a few pre-cooked meals for the freezer, emergency ice blocks, and Pamol for the kids who don't understand the concept of emergency ice blocks, by the time you fill up the car in case of supply disruptions, it was quite the spend-up for a Sunday. And there are so many people doing it tough, I find it hard to believe they're going to be able to drop an extra $200 for a just-in-case kit and another $100 to fill up the car. So have you got the just-in-case kit? Did you go through and just make sure you had what you needed? If you hadn't, where on earth is that going to come from? Can the budget stretch, or are you just going to have to try and ride it out? Do you have the plan to cope with people in the house getting sick or needing to isolate in response to the full-page ads and the exhortations from the Director General of Health? Are you going to be able to provide a isolation space in your home is it overkill or do you think it pays to be prepared I mean we've we're always told to have an emergency kit in the house and until something like Christchurch happens and the Canterbury quakes I mean I wonder how many Wellingtonians even have that earthquake kit you think about it in the immediate aftermath of disasters and then you get blasé again So I'd love to know if you've got the plan, if you've got yourself ready, if you're all sorted, and do you, like me, optimistically believe that really, with Omicron, it's COVID giving us its last shot, and then it's going to be consigned to just another endemic virus that we have to deal with every 